Welcome back to another episode of Reviews from the Clubhouse. As always, brought to you by Clubhouse Films. We are your hosts, Chance McDuffie and John G. John G. Wait. You murdering bastard. Wait. You killed my wife. That's not who I am. Who am I? Because the movie is Memento. Yeah, we're talking about Memento. uh, Written by, uh, John. well, the short was written by Jonathan Nolan. Christopher Nolan made it into a, uh, a feature length. Right. So I was like doing the joke and Mm, just mm, steamrolled mm. over it. Oh, well. That's what I do. (laughs) Steamroll? Yeah. It's my middle name. (laughs) Jace Steamroll McDoofy. It's Jace (laughs) Jace Steamroller McDoofy. (laughs) You can call me Steamy if you like. Steamy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Buongiorno tutti. Excuse me. It's from friends. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> That's Italian. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brecken's the Deutsch. Fuck me, it's December. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done any of your Christmas shopping? Hell no. You, you, need, you need money to do Christmas shopping, Logan. You're right. You're I'm not right. buying shit for anybody. Except my wife, of course. I think the next episode, speaking of, of Christmas and the holiday season, I think our next episode is going to be our holiday episode. Sure. We can watch the Grinch. Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> I already decided. We 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 both decided wow. what our episode was gonna yeah. be. What the fuck is wrong? You right? You okay? Is it the I holiday just season? Like that the whole shooting, up your, shooting up your butthole. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen. What are, what are we? We're doing eight crazy nights. Never seen it. It's a. It's a Hanukkah themed movie. Oh my Hanukkah. god! It's also it's Adam Sandler and it's a musical. Ooh. Oh, I know it. Is that the animated one? Yeah, I've seen that. It's terrible. I have to but I it. love it. You like Adam Sandler? You're a big Adam Sandler fan. Uh, I like Adam Sandler and like his serious stuff. You ever seen Rain Over Me with him and Don Cheadle, where his family mm, was killed in nine eleven? No, it's very good. Is it really good? Yeah, I Is think it? that's the first dramatic thing I've seen him in. Oh Either no, that no. or Spanglish before that. Rain over me? Yeah. Not Hotel Rwanda. No. Okay. Who was in Hotel Rwanda with him? With Don Cheadle? Yeah. Fuck That's funny. a good movie. We watched that in school. Yeah, we did too. Well, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we watched that in AP History. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Something. Who knows? I took government and history. Couldn't tell you which the difference between the two. Government because, and history? Like AP government and AP history, like a different year. Well, Couldn't even tell you which one I did first. Well, yeah. history would be the history of of a ton of things, and and government would be learning about. We relearned a lot of the same things. So. Oh, well, that's not how it should be. I didn't go to the richest school. Me neither. <laughs> we only had two <laughs> AP classes. It was history and writing, I think. And no, we had AP music because our, <laughs> our 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 band was fucking sweet. AP music. Uh, nah. That's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Anyway. I think Adam Sandler's best film that I've seen him in so far, granted I haven't seen Uncut Gems, and apparently it's supposed to be fantastic, which we should review, by the way, um, was Punch Drunk Love. I haven't seen that. Oh, fantastic. That's a uh, Jim Jarmusch? No. Um, or is that a Noah Baumbach? I no, think it's Noah Baumbach. It's, um, it's There Will Be Blood. Um, who oh, the that? Coen brothers? Yeah. No. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, Mr. Anderson. For yeah. We know you're an avid listener. Yeah. Please don't 
Now Daniel Day Lewis come murder me. You know, wouldn't it be crazy if I've abandoned my child? Wouldn't it be nuts if like one of our thirty listeners was like someone like Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> David who, Fincher, yeah, someone crazy. <laughs> Background noise. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, um, did you say what day it was? Oh no, it's well. I said fuck me. It's December. You're right. To be exact, fuck me. It's December sixth. <laughs> and what about the fucking weather? Oh yeah, you know it's a little chilly, a little cloudy. It is. It is quite cold. It's it's 25 it's degrees this morning. It's a little gloomy. Was it really? <laughs> a little gloomy. <laughs> it's a little gloomy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was fucking around with uh my sister in law's boyfriend. The Guess Brits. I can't really call him my brother in law. The British guy. Yeah. And I was we were like they were like you booked your first commercial. I'm like yeah. And they're like it pays. I'm like yeah. And then you're like how much does it pay? And I was like it pays blah 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 for the for a day. And they're like what? And then and she goes hey Tom it, it pays blah 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 for a day. He goes what? And he walks over and he said, nah, man, you need to be doing that. He said, he said forget the films. You need to be doing commercials, man. And I was like, shut the fuck. Because you know, off that's this one point, gig. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, that's how I'm going to make my money to start out with. Yeah, so congrats, Chance. You booked yes. your first commercial. Thank you. Are you allowed to give any details about what it is or anything? All about? I know is that it's for uh, some medical equipment. like a, It's like an industrial commercial for medical equipment. Do you know equipment. the company or anything like that? Nope. And is it confirmed to be shooting? Yes. Okay. Uh, either next Thursday or Friday. Wow. But they'll let you know. In Cleveland, in, yeah. In Cleveland. I've emailed the uh, lady, but I emailed her on Friday, so I'm assuming I'll hear back for Monday because of the weekend. Yeah. Is it all day? Yes. 12 hours? Well, I don't know about 12, but I know it's just one day. Well, commercials, I guess, I, I believe it's usually 10 to 12 Plus, hours. there's no, uh, there's no, it's, it's a non-speaking role. Okay. So it's probably going to be like a voiceover. A voiceover. Or or, yeah. Try this new. <laughs> almost said Xerox machine. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to say MRI, but I thought Xerox. I'm glad I tried this thing. new Xerox. Yeah, it's the same thing, but for yeah. paper. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Get your X-ray on with a. This dude just yanked the fuck out of that dog. Oh, he did it That's again. That's a little dog too. It's kind of a baby German Shepherd too. We need to shut these blinds. Yeah, we're <laughs> like squirrels. We get too distracted. Uh, that lady dancing last week. I wish you would have seen that. Oh yeah. What is he? Oh, there must be another dog. This is a new segment of the show called What's Out Our Window. (laughs) What's out that window? Some guy and a dog. With Chase McDoofy. (laughs) With Chase Steamroller McDoofy. (laughs) Also known as Mr. McSteamy. Oh, God. Anyway, let's get some news going. But before we get into the news, Mm, don't forget to check out our social media. As soon as you said that, I read. Plug social media. We have Facebook. Yes. And so we have the Instagram. Da. da. What else do we have, Chance? We have the Grindr accounts. Wait, I've, I've said that before. <laughs> we have the Gmail. The G- <laughs> Actually, we do have Gmail. You can send us electronic letters. <laughs> you can send us uh, some emails at reviewsfromtheclubhouse at gmail.com. Tell us how stupid we are. Oh, my God, please. How non-funny we are. I would love to get some hate mail, to be honest. I would love to. Yeah. Me. Yeah. As an actor <laughs> and my insecurity, I would love to read people. <laughs> You guys aren't talking shit. No, no. So when I so that short that I'm in, it 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 could potentially win this film festival. Right? Yeah. And Call uh, the shot. And when I saw that people could like buy tickets, I was like, oh, I better plug this. And after I plugged it, I was like, people might watch. People this watch film. this. Yeah. Like, what if somebody reaches out to me and was like, Hey, I saw you in that thing. Pretty good. And then, like I said, my insecurity. I'm like, is he lying to me? No. Are they lying to me? 
do they just want to make me Chance. feel good? I don't know. I, I, I don't take compliments. When well. I saw you in a play, which was the first thing I had ever seen you You mean when you in. saw me without my shirt on stage? Yeah, you were topless in that, weren't you? I was. I think it's better just to stay topless. <laughs> I saw him topless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funnier. I saw his bare chest. Yeah. <laughs> his nips. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> I've seen your husband's nips. How'd you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, well. I had Anyways. Na- I had to lay naked in bed with another woman in my own bed. Well, right. I wasn't naked. I was in my underwear. Uh-huh. She was in a sports bra. She had shorts on. But, but when I saw you in that play, I looked over to LaCrystal and I'm like, this man's going to win an Oscar someday. Don't say that. I, I, People I'm will serious. set expectations. Uh, well, well, you just better fucking reach for the stars then. I'll do my best. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's the talk of an Oscar winner. <laughs> I'll do my I best. guess. <laughs> Act well the part, and there all the honor lies. What's that from? Don't know. I heard Tom Hanks say it one time. Really? Tim Hawks. Clever girl. Yeah. Anyway, got some news. You uh, you a, you a Marvel fan? No. You you a Disney fan? Ugh. The Disney overlords. I hate when I, people I, say I shit like know. that. <laughs> For a fact oh, that I Disney's am. evil. So is every other fucking company in the entire <laughs> world. Uh oh. <laughs> Excuse me, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Hawkeye, the uh, Disney Plus series, has uh, officially started rocking and rolling. So it was a little unclear who was going to be playing Kate Bishop. The rumors were that it was going to be Haley Steinfeld. Nothing was ever confirmed until some leaked set photos came out of the initial day one of shooting. And they have pictures of her with her little dog. I think she's got a lab. I didn't see the photos. Couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah, she's got like a bow and arrow, and her and Hawkeye are like running through the subway. Really interesting. Okay. So I'm like, so yeah. what's this whole thing gonna be about? Do we know yet? Him training a new Hawkeye. I guess. Kate Bishop, because he's getting ready properly to stand down. Yeah, he's about to retire. Mm. I mean, he's been trying to retire since Age of Ultron. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's exciting. Uh, the official cast list has been announced. We got Jeremy Renner, obviously, is Clint oh, is he? Hawkeye. Yeah, he's Hawkeye. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they recasted him. Because <laughs> <laughs> who was him before? Uh, Clive Owen. No, wait, wait, wait. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. <laughs> okay. Ah, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. Leg- anyway, legless. Uh, <laughs> legless. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Florence Pugh. She's reprising her role from. Black Widow, even though we haven't seen that yet. It's really interesting. Okay. So, so she'll I, be in. I bet this show okay. won't drop, though, until they figure out what the fuck they're doing with Oh, no doubt. Widow, because I'm sure there's, obviously there's connecting tissue if she's in both of those. Because is it uh, still going to be, plan- is Black Widow still planning on being released in March of 2021? I think it's May. Or May, okay. That's You're the right. plan. You're probably right, yeah. Um, We got uh Vera Famiga. I don't know who she's, she's, uh, you know who she is. You've seen... The Departed. Yeah. Uh, she DiCaprio's uh, therapist, Matt Damon's girlfriend in the movie. Okay. I've only seen that movie once. She's in The Conjuring. Never seen those. She's in a lot of things. You ever seen... Hey, I'll just show you a picture. Um, Tony Dalton, he's in uh, Better Call Saul. Is and he then, Saul? No. Uh, and then uh, this guy named Zahn McLaren. Zahn? Can't remember wow. what he's from. He's it's from like something Sean, recently, but with a Z. Um, who am I looking? Vera from Very me. astute of me to put those two together. I know. You know who Vera from me is. This lady. 
Hang on, wait. This isn't a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hold up. Give me, give me, just give me, just, can you just, can you just come on? Can you? Sometimes I cut this out, but. Can you, oh, okay. I'll just keep time. going then. C- can you just, can you just. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Okay. You sure? Is that a good picture? The Rare Flamingo. Yep. I know who she is. Yeah. She's in it. I don't know who she is, but. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> For, yeah. Yeah. I could have just Googled it. I don't know why. Yeah, you always go to IMDb. <laughs> Wait for the app to load. Butter. Yeah, it takes so long sometimes. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited about this. I like Hawkeye. Me too. How do you? How do you? This is the question I was going to ask you previously on the other podcast that we do. How do you feel about legacy characters like Widow and Hawkeye? How other people can take up, or like even Cap? I guess because, well, I guess Falcon isn't the new Captain America. He's just up. Like he's just. Upholding those ideals of what Captain America is. Here's my thought on that. Um, I think it's fine in theory, but it's it's like that character never is really gone. Like, sure, the actor who played Captain America is is not in the you know film anymore, but. But like that character is still around, so it's not just feels really. Like I mean, like it's lasting impact. Like sure, Iron Man. Florence is now Pugh dead. is not Natasha Romanoff. Though. Sure, so but she's, she's gonna be like they're gonna be widow. different people. Why don't you call them something different then? Why don't you call like, like you know, don't don't leave the Falcon away. Like still make him the Falcon. Like, oh, he still is the Falcon. Like yeah. uh, what's his name? Anthony Mackie. He said, uh, "Sam is not the new Captain America. He's still Falcon. He's hmm. just got a shield now." I mean. I guess, but that's also how I feel about the multiverse too. It's like, what's well? There's never. Yeah, I don't know, man. That makes me nervous. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of hope that Doctor Strange kind of wraps all that multiverse shit up because there's never really. There's no real. real, Yeah, like you can just go. I was talking about this the other day. They can just go get another Iron Man. Yeah. But don't do that. That's just gonna take like, like I was saying on the other show. Like I was bawling my eyes out when Tony died, and that's gonna kind of take some of that away mm-hmm. if you yeah if you just bring him back yeah but i mean it's marvel nobody really dies in emcu except yeah. quicksilver <laughs> that's true that motherfucker's dead <laughs> but uh or is he he might be oh in, uh, might be in division we'll see i mean regardless he's dead but you yeah. know you get what i'm saying right so yeah next bit of news uh are you a fan of video games oh sorry did it again <laughs> i do it so subconsciously are you a fan of video games? Um, God, you know, I've, Take your I time. don't really, I don't think I've ever really talked about it, but I do occasionally play a video game or two here and there. Are you a fan of movies? <sighs> wow, that's a loaded question. Mm. I was not expecting that one. Yeah, sorry to put you on the spot. Um, I am a fan of, you know, films, mm. I guess. <laughs> films, not movies. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I forgot I was speaking to an author. <laughs> the I point said. that I'm getting at is that uh, we got another video game movie adaptation coming out uh, with Metal Gear Solid. I never played those games. I, I watched my cousins those. play them. I never played them. Yeah. Uh, they were a little bit before my time. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, so yeah, looks like they're making a Metal Gear Solid. It looks like Tom Hardy was supposed to be, uh, he was like attached in the beginning, but that kind of... Tom Darty. I got a parasite. Sorry. That's that's him in Venom. Yeah. Even though I haven't seen it. Venom! It's good. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> I saw the scene where he's in that lobster tank. Yeah, it's I weird. guess that was Hardy's idea. Yeah, and they like it was. built some special tank for yeah. him to flop around in. It's a weird one. I could tell. Um, so yeah, Hardy was attached and he dropped out. But Deadline reports the Oscar Isaac has joined the project as Solid Snake. It's going to be directed by uh, Jordan Voigt Roberts. He directed that Kong Skull Island movie that I didn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's already got high hopes for itself. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was all. I mean, from what I remember, it was shot nice and all that shit and looked cool. I just, I just, I don't remember. I stopped it for a reason because I had to do something, and then I just never got back around to watching it. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> but. Uh, this is exciting, man. Oscar Isaac. He's about to become like the king of genre cinema. He really is. Star Wars, the MCU, Dune, this. It's awesome. I really like Oscar Isaac. Uh, have you seen uh, Inside Lewin Davis? That was the movie that kind of like oh put him on the map. That's um, a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, you told me about that one. I have not seen that Adam yet, Driver's though. in that movie. Yeah, I know. That's and, why I... And Justin Timberlake. Really? Yeah. The rare times Duh. that he acts. Duh. I do not think Justin Timberlake's that good of an actor. I don't either. He's usually just Justin Timberlake. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, like, I think he was he, like from the social, social network. network yeah. That's probably like, I mean, that's David Fincher though. So he was working with a great director. But yeah. Anyway, are you excited about this? Yeah, sure. I mean, I won't watch it. <laughs> Why? Because, well, it's not. I mean, let me let me just say this. I won't actively go. I won't be one of those people. Uh, we can segue into this next, but I won't be one of those people who. Uh, waits at, at midnight to see it. I'm probably going to go see it just because of the genre and it's Oscar Isaac and he's 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 one of the one of the greats in my opinion, especially in of yeah. his generation. Yeah. But um it's curious that they they casted an actor of this caliber to do a a almost a superhero, but uh a uh video game adaptation. So it it leads me to believe that the writing requires some chops. I mean, I don't know much about this character or this world. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I, think, I think like spies or something. Like, there's some kind of. I have no clue. You know, I, I, I remember I when no that image of him from Dune came out. He's like giving like the side eye, and he's mm-hmm. got like the intense stare and the huge beard. Somebody put a eye patch on him. Somebody, put, somebody. Not really. I mean, no. he's only like. Yeah, is he forty? He's almost forty. He's either forty or almost forty. Um. Somebody put an eye patch on him. I'm like, oh. He looks like Solid Snake. And I'm like, he does look like Solid Snake. That'd be cool. And then here we are. Yeah. Solid Snake. Cool. Yeah, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I guess speaking of waiting in line at movies at midnight. It starts at midnight, midnight. You ever heard that song? That'll never happen again. Yeah. That leads me to my next topic. Movie theaters are dead. So, if you haven't heard of the booze, it looks like Warner Brothers has announced that their entire... 2021 slate of movies will release theatrically and on HBO Max on the same day. So, it's fucking horse shit. Once the films drop, they will be on HBO Max for 31 days. And then after that 31 days, they will leave HBO Max and they will be available on VOD to rent on like Amazon or Google Play or iTunes or whatever it is. They'll be available to rent there. But during that entire time, the movies will remain in theaters to uh, continue that three-month-long theatrical window. But here's my thing. At that point, it doesn't fucking matter, especially if all you have to do is, you know, subscribe to HBO Max. Yep. And you can watch it for the 31 days that it's available. Yeah. Or you can just rent it. 
Yeah, why would that. you pay, let's say, 20 bucks a month for however much HBO Max costs, and then an additional $40 to go see a film with you and your friends, spouse, I mean, like, if you live in California, you got a family of four, you're spending well over $100 mm-hmm. to go to the movies. Exactly. So. And that's probably not including concessions. Yeah, like, movie tickets out in California are, like, $20, $25 a piece. Yeah. So. It's fucking, it's, it's ridiculous, to so be completely honest. This is going to completely fuck independent theaters. Like, um, like mom and pop theaters, those small, like, I don't know, like, if you live in, like, a small town, and they're not, like, a franchise theater. There's no AMC, there's no Regal, there's no Even if it is, Cinemark. even if there is a, fran- like, like, but if it's franchise, yeah. if it's independently owned, they're going to be fucked. Yeah. Uh, I, I was watching... I guess I wasn't watching. I was reading a lot of comments online when the article was posted, just a bunch of places, and people are super stoked about it. But they're not looking, like, deeper into it. Like, so the CEO of AMC, he, he kind of, like, jabbed back at uh, Warner Brothers, and he's basically, to sum up, he's like, I can't believe they would do this when, you know, like, a vaccine for COVID is, like, Supposedly, right around the corner. But and that regardless, would, they're saying like, with this vaccine, assuming everything goes according to plan, they won't have this under control till like late summer. Yeah, probably. So I mean, but that's still a while. From it, now. it is still a while, but it's also at the same time, it's like, well, fuck you. Like we don't really care. We still want to release it. And make it's money. a double-edged sword because yeah, you want to support the movie theaters, but you also have to support these these studios that make the movies because if they don't make money, we're not going to get movies. But they're also never going to be able to make another end game. You think think that they're going to be able to make a $300 million film for a streaming service? Maybe not, but... But no one's thinking about that. But think about this, though. Like, just like with online ticket sales, how every year... Like with it, like with Infinity War in 2019, and then or er, in 2018, and then uh, Endgame in 2019. Within a year, online ticket sales like quadrupled because more people are buying tickets online. So, if more people are watching movies via streaming because that's really the not the only way, but the most susceptible way, there's going to be more people streaming it, and they're going to be making more money. I don't care. But this is just a ploy for. Warner Brothers to try to save HBO Max because right now they're not like doing too well as far as like a subscriber base. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's I mean like, they just dropped, yeah. but I mean, I I this is gonna change movies forever. Like when I read, I legitimately got sad, and I was like, yeah, damn, I bro, pissed. like I love going to the movies, and like the, the last movie I saw was Tenet because that was Tenet because. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. It was yeah. I mean, yeah. Think about that. Directors that we love are not <laughs> you know, going to be able that, to make their you know films that, anymore. You know that. <laughs> I saw a GIF, and it was uh, it was Matthew McConaughey from Interstellar when he's like watching the videos of his kids and he's crying. Yeah. And somebody was like, Christopher Nolan right now, after Warner Bros. dropped that news. How is just, he going to be able I, to make I, a, a $250 I made, million I made dollar movie? Tenet, um, for it to be... <laughs> what does he say? He said, uh, I want Tenet to be viewed the way it was meant in the cinema on a big screen. It's very cinematic. <laughs> I remember going to the theater and seeing Star Wars for the first time. Blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. Isn't that weird? Maybe future filmmakers have been like, yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember waking up and going downstairs and turning on Star Wars Episode 18. Fuck off. That's so annoying. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's so annoying. I don't care what kind of home theater you have. Nothing beats going to a theater. Sit, like I have, I have a decent sized TV. I mean, it's all right. But there's nothing that compares to going right. to a Dolby cinema and you sit down and those speakers turn on and your chair starts rumbling. Like, welcome to AMC. People with you, yeah. like the whole audience, the, can like enjoy somebody it. that you've never met, probably will never meet again, yeah. and for an hour, two and a half hours, you, share you, a laugh. You, you, yeah, you can share you, a moment. Yeah, you relate. You. I don't know, man. Listen, it it, it, it depresses me. If if anything. I know it's expensive. <laughs> I booked my first commercial and now theaters are yeah. fucking dying. Go Shit. go to the movies. Yeah. Be safe about it, of course. Obviously. Of course. COVID is is terrible and it's affecting a lot of people. But like there's gonna be that vaccine, that that herd immunity is gonna kick in. Just go to the theaters if you can. Support them. Like, if you like a, you know, your favorite director, first of all, Quentin Tarantino's getting out of the right time. But, like, he'll never be able to make a movie. Like, film, shooting on fucking film, gone. Shooting a $250 million film, Christopher Nolan, practical effects, gone. Never gonna happen again. Not if it's streaming only, no theaters, that's it. They can't afford to do it. Right now. Like I said, for all of a year is a is quite a bit because they're like we're only gonna do this for our twenty twenty one slate. Yeah. I'm like that a year is twelve months is a lot of time to condition somebody to to yes. change their ways. And it's a long time for a business but that's it already could, hemorrhaging it could, money. It although it'll fuck theaters, it could help streaming sites because more more people inevitably more people are gonna be streaming movies. And I guess we are just thinking about America as well because. HBO Max isn't available everywhere, and, and a lot of streaming services still aren't available available everywhere. Yeah, like Disney, right? So maybe the foreign box office will help. So uh, it looks some like theaters. Uh, I don't know. The film's slated to drop on Disney Plus or on <laughs> HBO Max. There's too many streaming sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel Washington's thriller, uh, The Little Things, um, the biographical drama Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm very excited for that. Uh, a remake of Tom and Jerry. We got Godzilla versus uh, Kong. The new Mortal Kombat. Angelina Jolie's new movie. Ugh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Those Who Wish Me Dead. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, the Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Space Jam. A New Legacy. Uh, God, Space Jam too. Yeah. Wow. Will Smith's new drama. Winter Ritas. King Richard. James S- Wan's new movie. Sucks. Fucking The Matrix, Dune. Yeah, Dune. All these big-ass movies. The Matrix 4 yeah. is dropping via streaming. Yeah. Dune, a movie that was probably inevitably going to like not break even anyway. Because Still. not too many people know about what the fuck Dune is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. it's Try to go to the theaters. Be safe about it. But just try. Speaking of the industry, we've got our last bit of news. The Oscars. Mm-hmm. So, it looks like the Academy is still keen on hosting a live in-person ceremony for the Oscars next year. Very stupid, very irresponsible, if you ask me. I don't know if you watched the Emmys this year, but they did the Emmys at home. And it was all, like, basically via Zoom. 
and it was beautiful. It was great. It was, was a it flawless good? show. Like Comic Con from home this year wasn't that good. It was like pretty much a train wreck, but the uh, the Emmys pulled it off great. Wow. Fantastic. Um, Who was the host of that? Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, that's right. But like his sixth time yeah. or whatever it is. But um, like the Emmys adapted to the changing times, and they took the necessary steps to keep people safe while also honoring the industry. And I don't understand. Like, it seems like the Academy board just makes the weirdest fucking decisions. Like, remember when they had that that most popular category bullshit? No. What? Yeah. They, I don't they, really watch the Emmys or the Oscars or anything. Oh, well, like I, that. I fucking love the Academy Awards. As a kid, I would love to watch the stars show up in all their glitz and glamour. I'm like, stars. what are you wearing tonight? <laughs> Gucci. But, uh. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Oh, this is just Armani. Uh. <laughs> Tom Fult. Um. I don't know, I've always, I've always loved it, um, but it's complete. Like, don't get me wrong. As an actor, failed actor. You're not a failed. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, the Oscars is completely unnecessary. Don't get me. Wrong. I love honoring the industry. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it to death. Yeah. But it's not necessary. It is not necessary to put people at risk. What I are they going to What that, are they going to yeah. do? They're going to make everybody wear masks the whole time. What the fuck's the point of watching that if you can't see people's reactions? You can't see them interact. When are the Oscars? Usually in February or Oof. April. 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 I'm, I think I heard something about them pushing it to like mid to late April next year. But I mean still. Yeah. Just do that shit from home. Yep. Just for a year. Yeah, like come on. And plus I mean they're going to have to completely change their criteria for mm-hmm. movies anyway. Nothing, pretty much nothing was released theatrically, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just, it's just, it seems very irresponsible to me. I would like, agree. Like we were supposed to shoot uh, the last scenes for this this uh, feature that I'm doing. We were supposed to shoot our last couple scenes yesterday in Cincy, but uh, our director, unfortunately, um, his wife was starting to show sh- symptoms, and he and he reached out to us. He's like, "Hey guys," and he laid everything out on the table. He's like, "I want to make sure everybody's comfortable. I want to make sure everybody's cool with." Uh, with pushing the date and we're like oh yeah yeah like let's be responsible and let's yep. take action and it's just wild like us here independent filmmakers in fucking columbus ohio are being are more responsible than the than academy that. but i mean i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something to think about but yeah that's it for Great the fucking point. news let's get into the review Woo! what a review i don't know i forget hmm. Hmm. i guess we don't have anything oh wait let me look at this picture. Here. Oh, Memento. <laughs> Let me pull out my Polaroids my in Polaroid. my pocket. <laughs> yeah, so that was like one of the things like, this would not work in a modern day. Yeah, like those <laughs> things are fucking, I mean, they were practically dead then. When did this movie come out? Like t- early 2000s? Who the fuck was still using Polaroids? Or, or late 90s. Yeah, one of I mean, two. but disposable cameras. Yeah, but you couldn't see the picture immediately, which is what you want. Truth, especially if you can't remember anything. Okay, we're talking about Memento, guys. <laughs> Um, Let's hear your synopsis. I didn't write. Oh yeah, I did. Never mind. It's super short. So, Great. Uh, so this was originally a short film written by uh, Jonathan Nolan. It was later adapted into a uh, feature f- length. I almost said feature film, but that's the right thing to say. Anyway, a feature film by Christopher Nolan, directed <laughs> by Christopher Nolan. Uh, the synopsis is: A man with short-term memory loss attempts to track down his wife's murderer. Stars Guy Pearce, Carrie Ann Moss. Sorry, somebody just followed me on Instagram. Hey, uh, are listening to the show live? Uh, <laughs> and Joe Pantilanalo. I can I can never say his name fast. Yeah, enough. it's that's. But uh, uh, 
yeah, this movie's wild. So it starts Tenant with a. I love the. It's, uh, although the movie is told in reverse, we only get one reverse shot, which is the very beginning. Right. To tell, I mean, he picks up the gun. When, as soon as I saw the gun fly in his hand, because I hadn't seen this movie in so long, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm like, that's not how Polaroids yeah, work. I'm like, Fuck yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It like the, the image yeah, disappears backwards. I'm like, what? Yeah. So we see him like just fucking execute the character Teddy, played by by Joe, and. Uh, this movie is so unique, and I think this this movie is like up there with. Even though I haven't seen Citizen Kane, but like you know how people praise right these Twelve Angry Men, classic. yeah, like those flawless, almost timeless movies. Um, this movie is so simple, and it proves that you don't need a fucking two hundred million dollar budget to make a compelling story. Right. This is a simple. Well, it's not simple. But I would it's say a, it's, it's, it's a simple with a twist. A, a, yeah. Um, what makes it so complex is the way it's edited and the way that it's told. But I love the fact that... So the black and white scenes, those are all... Spoilers, by the way. For a 20-year-old movie. <laughs> yeah, but not too many people have seen this movie, though. You're correct. Um, so the black and white scenes are things that have already happened. And we catch up with... Like all this shit that's in color, yeah, is this movie came out the in two thousand one? Beginning of the story slash middle, um, and it's I love it because the movie is told as if we were Leonard, mm-hmm. Lenny, uh, and I, it emphasizes that we really we kind of can't trust him. We can't trust our protagonist, the lead of the story, because. We don't really know, right? And um, I like like when he's getting chased. He's like, "Am I chasing this guy?" Oh no, he's, he's like, chasing, no, he's chasing me. me. Yeah. And, he, and like we just start That's in the good. middle of that, and we have no idea what's going. Right. I love how scrambled it is, and how it's kind of hard to track what's going on because from the color shots to the black and white back to color, you kind of have to take a minute and remember what just happened previously. And it's kind of like yeah, we're I agree him walking through this life, and it's like, wait, where are we? <laughs> where was I? So this was your second time seeing this, right? Yes. This is my first time. I saw it way back in the day because my mom had it on VHS, and as oh, a kid, wow. as a kid, I was obsessed with Batman Begins, and uh, <laughs> I was looking at the boxes, and I'm like, Christopher Nolan. And then I look over at Memento, and I'm like, Christopher Nolan. Like, it's the same dude. <laughs> Pop it in, and I'm like, and I, I, it was way too complex for me to understand at the time. Yeah. But um, I. I don't know, man. This this movie has so much magic in it. Like, there's a, there's a video I, I uh, explained to you where there's like subtle details as to if what's his name, Sammy Jenkins and Lenny are the same, same person. Person, if because you wonder his that wife is alive. Because like, there's that shot at the end where he's laying there and it says, "I've done it." Mm-hmm. But does that mean I've I've avenged you or I killed you? Yeah. Did he kill his wife? Because it says that his wife died of asphyxiation, and when he's choking out old dude, they're 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 cutting back to they cut back several times to his wife being choked and killed. So it's like, is he remembering doing those actions by? I guess that's that's true. Yeah. By by doing it again, or 
or what? Yeah, you know? cause it really does leave you like wondering. There's the no entire time. concrete, and 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 Nolan, he like he draws on this chalkboard. He makes like a U, and uh, he talks about how the story. That's how the story moves. It starts at the end, and then it loops around, and it comes back to the end. And uh, and I, I love that moment where once we catch up, how it's in black and white, and then it fades in the color. At the at the end, yes, I yeah. love that. But um, because now you're he like he up, like yeah. draws lines and he says like there are details, but they don't always necessarily match up to the other side, right? And it, it, that's why I love Nolan because Nolan doesn't directly answer questions all the time, right? And he kind of leaves a lot up to interpretation. Like with this movie, leaves it open. No matter how many times you watch it, how many times you tear it apart, there's different parts where you're like, because you just kind of don't know. Yeah, and we see how good it's good for rewatchability we see how just pretty much every other character in this movie takes advantage of in his condition like the, the hotel guy he's like yeah i told my boss about your condition and he told me to rent you two rooms yeah and he didn't give a fuck telling him because he's not gonna remember right and uh it's and i love how they take the time to kind of make things make sense because you're mm-hmm. like if he is forgetting things every fucking 15 seconds how does he remember that he has right. this condition but he talks about how He's conditioned his mind through repetition and he does these things over and over and over and over again and he sets it up to where he's like, oh. But it also fucks him over though too. Because he kind of can't trust his own memories. And he has that that scene where they're in the diner and he's like, memories are unreliable. I, 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 I do everything based on facts. But there are moments where he kind of creates his own truths and mm-hmm. his own facts. Like when he's looking at John G., and he's looking at Teddy, mm-hmm. and he decides that that's well, John, you are G. John G. Yeah, right? and then like it turns out that he Teddy's this cop, innocent. and yeah, yeah he's, Teddy's his cop, and apparently he already killed his his wife's murderer like years ago. But is that the truth? Because who wrote "Don't Believe the Lies"? He did, right? Yeah, he did. But he after said, he decided, that's fucking crazy. And like he wrote down his his uh, license plate number, and just because like he was like you know what I'm done with you blah 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 and he leaves him and he writes down the license plate number and then once he finds that again he's like oh this is the guy so then I guess like the girl uh, what's her name Carrie Ann Moss Carrie Ann Moss I guess she Trinity was like from the Matrix oh is that her they're both in the Matrix her yeah. and uh, Teddy interesting I guess when she was like well I'll have my friend run it that never actually ended up happening right it seems kind of fast. Yeah. Because they were together that morning and she was like, right. I have to leave. Let's she meet was up just again using at one. For like sex at that point, yeah. But because Lenny killed her boyfriend? Because he had her boyfriend's car. Yeah. He had his clothes. Yeah. Well, what he locked he him in the car. No, he let him go, right? Dodd. He let him drive off. Now he killed her boyfriend, remember? The guy with the mustache? That was her boyfriend? Yeah. Who's Dodd then to her? I don't remember. Because she's like, Dodd beat me, but it turned out he beat her. Yeah. She's like, you got to go find Dodd. But Dodd wasn't the guy with the mustache. Jimmy was the guy with the yeah. mustache. Jimmy was the guy that he killed. That was apparently John G. I think that Dodd, was her boyfriend. Right. I think Dodd was the guy who had the gun that, you know, had the gun to his back walking him out. And then he got into the car and then he peeled off. But we never saw him again after that point. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Leave it open. Leave it open. Uh, what, what, what are some of your All right, I can't wait. I can't wait to dissect this. Um, but before we do that, no, I'm just kidding. 
I was ready. I was like, what? <laughs> did I forget to do something? <laughs> um, no, I love, first of all, I love the whole idea of someone who's like lost their memory and they have to keep track of it by notes. I think that's so unique. And, and, and so tattoos. Different. And, yeah, yeah. And like, first of all, terrible. Terrible if that's the truth. Like, if that's someone's reality and they have to live like that, how the fuck do you do it? Like, LaCrista, when she was watching this, she's like, my cousin, like, was going through chemo and she lost her short-term memory. And so, like, she wasn't bad like that whatsoever. But she would ask you the same questions, like, three times and then that would be it. Mm. So, like, if that's that's it, count yourself lucky. Because having this kind of, oh, fuck, that'd be terrible. I wouldn't even know how to live. And how do you come up with that, too? Like, how do you come up with that idea? That's such well, that, an ingenious that's, I mean, that's idea. a real thing. I know it is. But, like, uh, we, we sit down and we try to think of stories. But think about it, though. Think about how it started, though. It started out as a short. And yeah. Then it, and then it kind of grew from there. Which Interesting. Is, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, I would say... I'm curious to what the short was. Yeah, I know, right? How, like, how much did Nolan add? And... Did he add the murder mystery part of it? I mean, clearly, the memory thing was always... Was the shot... Was the short shot... I or was it don't just know. written? I think it was just written. Right. I'm not positive. I would say if there if there had to be one word to describe this film, it would just be discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Is and I I love it because it makes the audience it feel that so way. jumbled. Yeah, because Jambalaya, it is. Yeah, mm, delicious. <laughs> but of that, are you gonna make some? Uh, no <laughs> gumbo. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, but that's that's Lenny, and it right. I love, I love it. Yeah, I love kind of being inside his mind. And by the end, you're kind of like, I don't really know. Because, mm-hmm. and then it, he he kind of chooses to continue this escapade of finding John G at the end. And then he goes and gets right. that tattoo. And then you can see with this film, like, since this is Nolan's, what, second film, I think, that he ever did? I think so. Because Insomnia was his first feature. Feature, yeah. Yeah. Because he did some shorts before. Probably, that. yeah. So, Insomnia, and then, I th- yeah, I think this. So, you can see where, like, he, like, has an idea for something, and he's like, well, I just want to chum the waters a bit. And then maybe, you know, he's got this greater plan. That's why like, I love Christopher Nolan, man. Yeah. Like, everything he does, it feels so, like, and who mathematical. Known like, and, like, it doesn't, it almost doesn't feel like I'm watching films sometimes when I watch Nolan because it's so thought out it's so detailed it's so methodical that like you're just like yeah you're locked in you're like dude I don't know this dude is a fucking cinematic genius I don't know how he can wrap his mind around these concepts and like it's good pull them off it's really good don't know how he does it but yeah um granted this is a second film it was shot decently uh, I love the noir aspect especially like the black and white yeah how, like he's on the phone and we get that above like aerial shot of him sitting on the bed. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't and they know. light the black and white scenes. It feels, yeah, too. it feels so noir. Yeah. Because, um, you know, when we were watching Insomnia, I didn't really think that one was like amazingly shot or anything like that. But like progression is key and like always striving to be better is 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 key too. Um, it's amazing to see how far he's come. Yeah, he loves his insert shots. Yeah, he really does. There's so many insert shots. But they're so, but like, but those are like, insert shots, in my opinion, are throwaway shots half the time. But like, he takes them seriously. Yeah, he like, t- t- methodically t- thinks them out. Typically with Nolan, his insert shots are just to keep you, fo- like right. t- just to make sure you're Near following, following along. along. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
I didn't I didn't write too much because I was so enthralled, and I think that's a good sign of a good movie. Um, this is but, definitely a movie you have to watch a few times. Yeah, I and I've never really had like a. I think probably Nolan, maybe Tarantino, two of the directors of which I'm like, I've had these like fuck me moments, mm-hmm. right? And like when he unpeeled that that patch that said "Don't answer the phone." Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Holy shit. That's cool. <laughs> Too late. And he immediately hung up because he didn't remember that, which is, that's crazy. Oh my God. That's, that's brilliant. Um, I knew I could, I could tell that she was taking advantage yeah, of him. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, very from the beginning. Sad. The first time I saw it, I was like, he probably did that to her face mm-hmm. and he just doesn't remember. Right. Cause he has that line about, uh, whether or not he can remember it doesn't mean that his actions don't have uh, meaning anymore. Right. And she and just like, comes in and berates him. She's like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm, you're not going to remember her anyways. Maybe I'll just use you. Mm-hmm. And she, she does. She spits in his drink. Yeah. Ugh. Some ice cold Disgusting. Spits. Yeah. Oh, I would throw up. Oh, God. I was watching Gone Girl the other day when she's, uh, when she's on the run. And uh, she spits in that girl's drink. Yeah. When they're watching the yeah. news. She's like swirling around. And the girl goes like, I'm like, disgusting. Uh, yeah. That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> Spitting somebody's stuff. Come on. Um you know, I, I don't think it goes without saying. I mean, the performances in this film are great from yeah, every Guy single Pierce, person. I don't I haven't seen too many of Guy Pierce's films. Prometheus The Time awesome. Machine. Uh Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three is good. Um, <laughs> I know it's your favorite. This is great though, because the way he's just like rambling through this dialogue. Yeah. He's just spitting it out so fast and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Cause he really has believe to live it or not, actors don't always get their lines hundred percent right, right. At, the, at the time. doesn't mean they weren't prepared. It's just kind of hard to yeah, do that. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you're doing more than just reciting I'm curious. Lines. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious as to, uh, like how, how many much, takes, yeah. like how smooth. Right. Cause he's just, he's just blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, I can't remember shit, but I'm a detective. Right. And he's doing like this half ass. Well, it's not really half ass, but, it's just so, just because he was an insurance agent doesn't mean that he's fucking Sherlock well, Holmes. Well, he wasn't an insurance agent. He was a sh- he was like a claims adjuster, like mm-hmm. an insurance investigator. So he would go out and he would determine whether or not we're going to pay believe these you. bills. Someone's lying or not. Um, but, or was he? We don't fucking know. But that's the thing. Like, so he's like, when Teddy's like, your wife is diabetic and blah, blah, blah. You killed her. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, but he remembers everything before the right. accident. So he, but so he's he, trying to fuck with him. Yeah, but so he would remember he if she was remember. diabetic yes. or not. Which is why he's like giving her the shot, and then he pinches her. He's like, no, she wasn't diabetic. No, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. been pinching her. Like, nah, man, you fucking with me. And then, but then at the same time, he's like, where'd you get this car? Where'd you get this money? He's like, my wife's death. Yeah, yeah, I love that money in the and trunk. He's like, he's like, I had all this money. You know, and I was able to get this car and this nice suit because you know I got a big bonus from work. But that's not how that wasn't the case at all. He got the suit and the car and the money and all that. But he didn't remember. It's fucking crazy. There's only really three things I didn't love about this film. Um, It's hard to pick something I don't like about a Christopher Nolan film, but I did it. In the beginning, didn't really care for the black and white moments. I didn't really think they added anything. I just thought they were giving backstory on someone who had short term memory loss because that's how it starts off just a guy talking on the phone, someone about this guy named Sammy. Um, but as the film went on, kind of like him. I prefer him. 
Um, I would love to see it. The film definitely reverse. a stylistic choice. Yeah, it to, for just sure to keep is. the audience. Yeah, so you know where you are. Um, chronologically, there's only one time where it's bad editing or it's shot bad, but so. What's this guy Pierce's character, Lenny? He pulls up. This guy's like trying to flash him down with his lights and get him to pull over. And he goes, What the fuck, man? The guy pulls out this gun and then he immediately speeds off, just parks over. It was shot really weird. It was like like three shots, and there was no emotion on Guy Pierce's face, which is like, mm, just drive straight. And then it was really weird. Um I don't I don't know. I just I just like, uh, I don't like that. Yeah. But that was the only shot I didn't like. But the music, I really didn't think was anything spectacular. I just thought it was... Who scored it? It was... I, I don't know. Let's find out. I just thought it was... Um, I, it's helping, you know, set the tone of the film, and which is what, you know, generally music should do. But I... Uh, Come on, IMDb. Oh, my God. Just Google it. <laughs> but it's, isn't this faster, though? I don't... Is it, though? Clearly. David Julian. What's he done? Uh, God, my stomach. Can you prestige, hear my fucking stomach? The Prestige, Insomnia. Okay. Um, the Cabin in the Woods. Okay. The following, one of Nolan's uh, shorts hmm. from 1988. Rocket Boy, whatever the fuck that is. The Crucifixion. Anyway, yeah. Never heard of these. I think it's fine, but I don't know. I think the music in Insomnia was better than the music in this. Mm. Um, to be honest, I couldn't even. I couldn't even tell you. I don't even. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, I gave this film an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I, I give I really it a. This it. is a really good masterpiece. You see that old Chevy? God wow. damn, that's like a nineteen fifty. We sweet. should steal it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, oh, I just have some general <laughs> notes too. <laughs> um. Opening shot, I don't know why, immediately, like when Memento fades on the screen, I immediately thought it was like a made-for-TV Stephen King movie called mm. The Stand. That's, it just felt, it gave me that exact vibe. I love how it's backwards. You don't realize it's backwards, yeah, until, obviously, until, yeah. you know, the it's great. credits go away. Um, yeah, that's it. I was really confused why he had two different styles of handwriting like tattoos on him. But, you know, sometimes he goes to a tattoo shop. Sometimes he does, sometimes it himself. He does himself. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. If you ever want to get a tattoo. I'm curious to what his relationship is to these tattoo parlors. Right, yeah. It doesn't hey, seem man, like any. Back. Yeah. Because he pulls up to that one just spur of the moment. Hey, man. Got to write this down. Can you tattoo wipe my ass <laughs> on the back of my hand? Are you paying? <laughs> sure. Why? Just because. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I don't remember to wipe my ass. Yeah. I just get right off the toilet and go on with my day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good film. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Chia boy. All right. <laughs> you watched anything silence. new? Um, we watched um we watched what's that movie called? The Spy Who Dumped Me. Sounds terrible. It was awful. Who is it? Who's Mila in Kunis is in that. Mila Kunis. I love Mila Kunis. Um, Kate something, Kate McKinnon. Um, yeah. I like her. I, she's funny. Yeah. She, she's really funny and she's really good in this, but, uh, yeah, I did not care for this movie whatsoever. I haven't seen it. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. You could pass over it. <laughs> I want to, we it. need to do a shitty movie so I could just. Uh, Guilty pleasures. Ahead. Yes. Guilty pleasures, pleasures or just shitty movies. 
Maybe both. Mm. Not in the same one. Mm. But like I would pro- like my guilty pleasure, probably the mummy. Which one? The the first one's not bad. The mummy returns is a little a little, little bad. A little bad towards the, the end. Scorpion King. The first oh god. My father's going mummy. to kick your ass. Yeah. And then in the third movie he just doesn't have yeah. an accent at all. It's weird. He grew out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he grew out of it. It happens. Um I've watched two things. Yeah, what about you? Actually I've watched three things. Uh I've continued watching The Unicorn, the show with Walton Goggins. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, season two is rocking and rolling right now, but I haven't seen any of it because I don't have cable. Um, I watched The King on Netflix, starring Timothy Chalamet. He plays uh King Henry V, and uh, he inherits the throne from his his tyr- tyrannical, tyrannical, tyrannous, Darth Tyrannus. Um, <laughs> so yeah, King Henry the Fourth was notoriously known for wanting to take France. And everything else that he put his eyes on, because you know, those Brits, they love their territory. Wanted everything. Um, and then he takes the throne. And he's like, "Nah, man, I'm not going to war. This is your war. The war is over." And then he's being taunted by uh, the French. Uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson plays yeah, that's Prince right, Charles. French guy, yeah. How's his accent? It's great. Yeah, is it good? He said, "He said, please." He said, I can't do a French accent. He's like, "Please speak English." He's like, "I like English. It is ugly." And stupid, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to watch that one because I've heard it. I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Um, I love Timothy Chalamet, man. He's our age. He's born yeah. in 1995. Yeah, it's fucking bastard. He's like, I watched this roundtable. He's like, yeah, I watched The Dark Knight when I was 13, and Heath Ledger's performance inspired me to become an actor. And then that fucker went to film school, and now look at him. But yeah, you don't need to go to film school. No, but he did, and now look right. at him. But anyway. Um, there's one other thing. Excuse me, not film school, performing arts mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. Um, drama, drama school. There's one other thing that we skipped over for the news um, about Elliot Page, which we mm. didn't include. No, we didn't. Um, so we'll include it now. Okay. <laughs> In the middle of me talking about the king. Nah, I, don't well. give, I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, Elliot Page, formerly known as Ellen Page, has come out as transgender. Yes. Um, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um, sure. um People were like, people were freaking out, like, what does this mean for Netflix or for uh, who it is a Beagle? Uh, what does this mean for Umbrella Academy? And they're like, nothing. I don't <laughs> know her character's name, but right. the character's transgender. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Wait, did did they say the character's gonna be transgender, or they said they had no? Point well, I don't know if the character will be, but the I mean, the actor playing right, the character yeah. is transgender. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, like it, it it makes no difference to right exactly this fictional yeah. character. Yeah, good for him. I mean. Everyone should feel comfortable in their own skin, of yeah. course. I mean, how many of us never really know who we are? Look at that fucking beagle, man. <laughs> Look at him. Or her. I mean, you never know. Are you seeing this? You don't see that dog right no. there? What? Look at him. Oh. Oh, I see it now. <laughs> Every time I see a white tip tail, I'm like, is that a beagle? You got two ep- You got two episodes <laughs> of uh, looking out our window, or whatever I call it before. I want to meet that dog. Um, <laughs> you run out there. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Good for Elliot. Um, if if you have, you know, negative feelings. Oh, this about is this, what I was saying. Yourself. How uh, many of us never truly know ourselves, or are never truly comfortable in our own skin enough to say like, this is who I am, this is what I believe in, this is you know what I represent or whatever. And it's it's always admirable when I when you see other people have that confidence. They know who they are. They know what they want, and they know how to obtain that, and they do it. And mm-hmm. I, I I tip my hat to that. But yeah. Wanted to mention that. Anyways, um, the next film. Yeah, that's it for the for the king. 
Joel Edgerton's in it. Uh, the fuck's that? Uh, Sam Mendelson. Oh, really? Or Ben? I said Sam Mendelson. Ben, ben Mendelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays King Henry the Fourth. Um, wow, stacked. What's her name? What's his name's daughter's in it? Um, Johnny Depp's kid. Oh, really? His daughter. Yeah, she's uh his betrothed once he conquers France. Uh, the king of France. He's like, here, take my daughter. <laughs> I surrender my kingdom. Take my daughter, so we may unite our houses. <laughs> Yeah, so he married. So he married her, or whatever. I guess they date in real life, but uh, I didn't even know Johnny Depp had a kid. Yeah. So there's somebody else in this. Oh, your favorite guy, Sean Harris, is in it. My king. <laughs> You're the fr- right. The French are taunting you. You've proven to be. It's like you've proven to be one of many great kings of England. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I um, love the fucking accent that um, you do. Yeah, he's in it. God. Yeah, it's crawling with people. But yeah. Anyway, next film is also on Netflix. Hostiles with uh, Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, and uh, Wes Studi. Have you ever seen uh, Avatar? Like the James Cameron Avatar? Yes. So you remember like the chief of the Navi? Yeah. That guy. Okay. Wes Studi. He's a Native American actor. In, uh, so the, the story takes place in... Uh, 1892, a legendary army captain reluctantly agrees to escort a Cheyenne chief and his family through dangerous territory. Um, yeah, you were telling me about this one. Clearly, Christian Bale does not have a soft spot in his heart for natives because, I mean, he's been fighting them his whole life because, you know, we took, well, I'm not going to say we. They took his land, their land, and uh, he's dying, he's, like, sick, and they're, like, he was he was their prisoner, and they're like, you know, what, we're gonna let him go and allow him to die in his own land, mm-hmm. like the chief. And uh, it's the chief, his son, his daughter, and then uh, his daughter-in-law and their kid. And uh, he's escorting them back home. And it's a very like I read somewhere that it was like one of the most brutal westerns like ever written, and I can attest to that. Why it's is very. That? It's just like what's what year is this? 1892. Who's president at that time? Is Andrew Jackson president at that time? Couldn't is this involving the Trail of Tears by any chance? Maybe. The relocation of Native Americans from the southern part of the country to the west? Things are taking a moment. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Native American, by the way, if you, if you didn't know that. So, it, I, so the, uh, we were talking about how I'm just crying left and right now these days. And uh, I cried in the king... When someone died, because don't spoil it. I knew that they were gonna die, and then they died. And then when he when he finds them on the battlefield, he just sits down beside him and he puts his hand on him, and the camera just stays there, and you stay in it, and he just cries and he and he tries to keep his shit together, but it doesn't work. And then like they're covered in mud from the battle, and he puts his hand on him again and pats him, and he gets up and he leaves. And like, that was just such such a bittersweet mm. moment to me, just his friend. And I was like, damn. He's and fucking dead, mate. He's <laughs> fucking dead, man. And then the fucking hostels. People die left and right in this movie. Wow. Like, so many people get fucking killed that you like. And I'm like, damn. And Timothy Chalamet is in this as well. I didn't know he was in it until I watched it. Hostels? 2017. Wow, okay. I've never heard of this. I'll have to watch it. It was like a lower indie film. I, mean, I don't think it had like a wide theatrical release. But uh, you ever see Out of the Furnace? No. There's another movie Bale did with uh, Bale. Woody Harrelson. 
and it's the same writer director. He nice. was like, yeah. He was like in an interview specifically. He was like, I write characters specifically for Christian Bale because he is unlike any other actor where he can take words and like legitimately make a real person yeah. and bring somebody to life. I, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's great in this movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, there's this. Is this so much? This is a a tragic story, and it's just sad. And I'm yeah. just like, damn. No one gives and a like, fuck about the genocide of Native it's, Americans. It's a very American story, if you know, like like you were just saying. Like it starts off obviously, and like I said, he's very prejudiced and very hateful mm-hmm. towards them. And then clearly, I mean, the, the, the turntables, uh, you turntables. know. But yeah, like by the end, he's he's referring to him as chief, because I mean, like he knows their language and everything. Like he's actually being like mm-hmm. respectful and good. good. It's a good movie. Good. Sounds good. You should watch it. Given your nationality, not nationality, your culture, history. It's good. Good. So, yeah, that's it for me. And more forensic files (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) We've watched The Weakest Link more, so. Wait, have I watched something else? I feel like I did. Yeah, what is it? No, I've already seen Gone Girl. (laughs) I don't know. I've been on a David Fincher kick for some reason i watched he's amazing i watched benjamin button i watched benjamin like in the past three weeks i've watched benjamin button buttons the girl with the dragon tattoo and gone girl yeah he's good he's a good director yeah i saw this interview and he's like people are perverts it's like i've learned that throughout throughout my career and that's that's pretty much what i've stuck towards and i'm like what <laughs> i need to go back and watch his movies and be like Knowing that, just hearing him say that, just watch all the shots in his movies and just everything. <laughs> People are perverts. That's funny. <laughs> He's like, that's what I've learned <laughs> throughout my career. I'm like, oh, okay. I like David Fincher, though. Oh, me too. He's great. Ironically, he and Gary Oldman share an ex-wife. Really? And both of their marriages to this woman ended in tragedy, I guess. Like, a disaster. Like, it was terrible. And uh, they worked together on Mank. Is that how you said it? His new film that just dropped on Netflix about the oh, creation of Citizen Kane. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Wow. They're Eskimo brothers. Eskimo brothers. Interesting. You know what that means? No. Nope. That means they've been in the same vagina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thought it was maybe something like They both have kids with her. Uh, uh, Fincher has a daughter, I think, and then Gary Oldman has like two sons. Hmm. I bet they were on set like, yeah, she's a total bitch. Actually, but, probably. <laughs> let's make this movie. <laughs> Unless someone was like still in love with her. I think they're both remarried. I know Fincher oh, okay. is. But yeah. That's the show. Yeah. Check us out on social media, guys. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Reviews from the Clubhouse. Titter. Uh, shoot us a Gmail. I mean, an email. On Gmail. electronic mail. Yeah. Please, somebody please send some hate mail. Let it, even, even if it's fake, just just humor us. Yeah. I want to read it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> even if it, like, just make something up. My mother's here. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> the racier, the better. Oh, uh, <laughs> why is your mom here? Does oh, it, doesn't she know we're recording? Yeah, but she wants to come over and, and see our place or something. We should put her on the oh, show. She's pissed. I saw oh. her face. Oh, she's mad about something. She's oh, good f- God. <laughs> probably the parking. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> she Oh, she has such bad road rage. Uh, you should see oh, Ashley. She, Ashley just has bad rage in general. <laughs> not even... It's not, oh, maybe she's leaving. She said, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, like, God. She's fucking... I'm telling you, she's pissed. That's awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> she got, she's so mad on the way here since she got here you're like you know what it's not even worth, it. Not worth it she lives five minutes away oh my god anyway guys <laughs> that's the show we'll catch you next week 
Uh, we do Christmas next week. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, excuse me. Fuck it, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas holiday. This is a Hanukkah. That offends you? Then I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.